nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil rise. The world between the living and the dead is So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Welcome back to the Horror You Know Podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Trent. Uh, that wasn't me. I'm Darren. <laughs> I'm Ian. I'm Ian. I'm Trent. Uh, uh, fuck yeah. Let <laughs> me say it again, Ian. I'm Trent. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're damn right you are. This is going to be an ASMR podcast. It's been one of those nights already, on. people. We're just getting started. So, the yeah, he says one of those nights, but it's I could see the sun still peering through the curtain over there. No. Uh, I, I, I lose track of time down here in this basement. It's all dark and creepy. It's, it's like being like at it. home, but he's not getting like someone alive. <laughs> yeah. Except for the bones here are fake. He's like, damn, it's very awful quiet in here. I don't hear screaming and <laughs> bleeding. And it's his kill room home away from home. Yes. So. Thanks, Dexter. Tonight, we have some shouts. I know, big surprise, we're drinking. Uh, these are Old Smoky Strawberry Banana Cream, I believe. No. I'm They're sorry. White Chocolate Strawberry Cream. You Watch know, it. excuse me, we're... We've done so much Old Smoky on this show maybe. right now. We need to have like a de- like a partnership or something. Old What's Smoky, yeah. reach out to us. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Just old Smoky, reach out and touch us. <clears throat> Want to be a sponsor for our show? We'd love to have you. Also, coincides with the fact that we always call somebody like Old Martha or Old. Well, I wouldn't say we always. <laughs> we do it. So, oh, um, yeah. Old Smoky, you guys ready to take these delicious shots? God damn, take it, old. take cool. it. Yeah, I can take use this forward than anybody else. Virtual clean because system. I had to, I had to reach across the table and. Hand I just want you people to know that he poured the shots and his shot glass is the most full. It's because mine didn't have to travel anywhere. It's the kind of person he is. He thought it was Nestle Quick <laughs> Strawberry. Soft, delicious lips. Does look very creamy. Mm. My lips. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're glistening. Well, that's the grease mm. from the pizza. His milky slits are creamy. Oh my god! Stop it. Mm, not that's bad. That's pretty good. Not bad. That is good. Old mm. Smoky. Old Smoky. I don't know if I could drink a whole quart of that. A quart? I could. I'd quart it. Do you like that better than the tequila rose you had last time? Yes. But not as good as the butter pecan I, I did, nipples. I did get a that little... The buttery pecan nipples. I'm obsessed with nipples, Are you talking though. the drink or... Yeah, both. Just, okay. He just pecan loves him a good nipple. A, a, yes. A nipple. So I did get a little wild. Some of them spilled along the side of the shot glass. But feel free to lick it up. Lick it up. Nobody. Nobody. Oh. It's only right now. Lick it up. (laughs) Audience, if you don't know what's going on right now, you're not alone. I'm I'm starting a Gene Simmons (laughs) cover band. I, I lived through the Unmasked era. Even though they had some good music, that was bad time. So they're I, not good I love without that, their makeup. I don't know, man. I like that song. I really like it's that song. Music. I mean, However, it's good music. However, music. Have you seen that fucking music video? Oh yeah, it's the creepiest video I've ever seen from that era, at least. The entire Animalize album was weird. I was not in the Kiss until later on in life. I used to, in fact, give this man Ian Torrance a hard time for listening to him. Really? Yeah. And one night, or not one night. <laughs> I guess technically was one night, but. One year on his birthday, he made us sit there and watch, what was it, Psycho Circus? It was the debut music music video of Psycho Circus. So, to make matters worse, <laughs> it was a 3D copy, and I only had one pair of 3D glasses. So, I'm watching it in it 3D, was. and everybody else is just sitting there watching it, a 3D movie in 2D, as Gene Simmons is, like, putting his bass, like, toward the TV, and it's supposed to come out. And I'm like, whoa! And everybody else is like... What the fuck is happening? <laughs> so I don't know if I, I've mentioned this on the podcast or you guys have mentioned it about a thousand times. I'm a little older than you guys. Mm. Wait, what? A little you bit. Know, yeah, just a little bit. It has been mentioned. And uh, I remember the Kiss meets Fan- the Phantom of the Park. Mm. I remember watching that when I was young, like in the 70s. Uh, well, didn't it go downhill after that? I think that it, was the beginning of the it end. It kind of went downhill. <laughs> but I still loved it. Man, I love Kiss want. now. I need to... They're they're like Listen an original of their music still, but them and Alice Cooper. That's the original theatrical Alice horror Cooper bands. Is the shit. 
I got him into. Even though they didn't sing anything about horror. Um, what about Be My Frankenstein? Well, he did. I'm talking about Kiss. Oh, well, they that's were, true. They really didn't. Hmm. Did a gnat just mm-hmm. fly by this quickly microphone? <laughs> so, uh, so to me, I like the unmasked version of Kiss. That's when they got into like the glam rock era and stuff, and didn't know who the fuck they were, and they kept trying to find themselves again. Yeah. I'll say it. That Revenge album is one of my favorites of theirs. It's good. Like These days, album. every time I listen to Kiss, it makes me want to rock and roll all night and part of every day. Part of every day? Only only part of every day. That's the second role models reference we've had in 20 minutes. Just part of every day. <laughs> Man's got to sleep. <laughs> Bro, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It is. Tonight. tonight. Speaking of movies, Ian. Okay. Hit me with your best shot, babe. Oh, I was, thought you were going to tell us what movie we were talking about. Oh, I was literally doing... You cut me off. I was trying to set you up, and I botched it. I'm sorry. Cut me off, bro. I was trying to give you the old alley-oop, and it just... Alley-oop! Didn't work. Yeah, so tonight, you didn't so tonight, we are talking about The Frighteners. Ooh. Oh, boy. Hound, <laughs> hound. So... <laughs> Was that a was that a frightened noise? I don't know. I didn't know what a, to do. Everybody else is doing something cool. I thought I would like, do something dorky. Fuck, fuck, what, what do I got? What do I got? Yaw, <laughs> I want to do like a what's that chainsaw band? Yaw, yaw. Are you talking about jackal? Jackal. <laughs> anyway. Chainsaw band. Yaw, yaw. I like jackal. I hate. That fucking lumberjack song. Oh, I might have mentioned that. He does it in like every third song though on that album. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we were talking about the Frighteners, and the reason we were talking about the Frighteners is because a, I love that movie. And B, well, we'll get into that later. Hold on. Well, let me. I'll back up. A little Wait, bit. we can't not do a B now. Yeah. Just B. Makes me, it makes me feel like I got a piss. You damn tease. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Trent. Can hey. you edit this out and? Actually, can you can you copy and paste this at oh, the my, end of the Am I editing this one again? <laughs> no, so, uh, so basically what I wanted to talk about tonight is the fact that The Frighteners is based on a true story. Dun, dun, dun. And aren't they always in that while we're here? Yeah, that's what every episode that's we do. That's what about. we do. Yeah. A true story or at least do. true events. Now, do you all know the story behind this movie? Means don't spoil it. I already know you know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? Do you guys know? Nope. Trent, do you? I, know? I, he cheated. I told him. It's. <laughs> it's about. Trent, who's it about? Who are the killers? The Starkweathers. The Starkweathers. Well, no, they weren't both. Well, Starkweather. What was the other one's name? Annie, Annie May or. I will say. Get, I will say when I was watching this, I was she like, might have been a Starkweather by cousin. to hear what the true story could possibly be behind this movie. <laughs> so that's that that's the thing. Um, it, it makes more sense. Carl Starkweather end, and who is the woman? I thought I had that in my notes. Means what's her name? You you did it recently. Uh, something Fugit. I thought it was like Annie. Anne Marie Fugit. I don't know. Ah, eh, Fugit. We'll go with it. Ah, fuck it. Fugit. Fugit. <laughs> Get the few good out of here. It's funny because like a few gate. I went to school with a couple. If 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 it ever I Google something before we start recording, it'll pop up. But as soon as I'm like, I'm just gonna check. Say we just did an episode on them recently. Yeah, it was uh, Carl Starkweather and the other girl we did an episode on. You guys know you've listened to it. (laughs) We're so fucking professional over here. Actually, wait, wait, Carol and Fugate. Got the end right. Carol and Fugate. Now. It's like Carol Ann from uh, Poltergeist. Carol Ann, walking to the light, child. (laughs) So, um... Wasn't she on Wizard of Oz, too? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She was on the X-Files, wasn't she? She was on a show, Outer Limits? She was in a scary show, I think. I don't know. No. Anyway, go. What was was that woman? That woman was in another show. You said it creeped you out as a child. Oh, uh... You talking about the woman from Poltergeist? Yeah. What was other? What was other? Where were you for five the other minutes? Fa- the hold other on, hold on. She's in? Hold on. Tell me, because I'm. Gonna, I, I need to know now. Uh, she was in. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So <laughs> what are you doing over there? Yeah. I was reading. About, okay, I was distracted because I was reading about <laughs> strawberry hot chocolate shots that'll get you drunk. 
Oh, Damn, you're, that, that does sound good. It does sound great. We're going to try these. So, <laughs> Who's the alcoholic? How about Christmas time? Next Christmas <laughs> episode. <laughs> so the reason I bring these two up is because we've actually talked about them before. They've inspired a few different movies. Uh, clearly, we've talked about it on the show. Natural Born Killers, for those of you that don't know. Go check out that episode. Yes, please do. So we're not, obviously, I'm not going to go back into the, the background story. Carl, no, I'm just kidding. So, Rhodes, where are we going? We Carl, Carol? Carl and Carol. Uh, not going to get into that again. I'm just bringing them up now because they inspired this movie, uh, Natural Born Killers, uh, this movie being Frighteners. So, it's, it's just, got, yeah, the, well, there's there's a few. I think there's more than just those three. So, in the movie, they bring up these killers several times. You know, Starkweather had had 12, and um, I need to get to, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, we have talked about this before. Yeah. Make it sense now? Yeah. That's why this movie was so, like, off the wall, kind of silly, because he was just, they were fucking crazy, obviously. And he was trying to basically, like, break uh, the streak of a spree killer. What is a spree killer we've talked about this before i'm gonna dive into it a little bit further because we usually just quick synopsis and then we we move right along a spree killer wikipedia describes as someone who commits a criminal act that involves two or more murders or homicides in a short time in multiple locations according to the fbi that means the federal bureau of investigation for those of you that didn't know not the female body inspectors trend. That's the only one I know. <laughs> the general definition of spree killer is a person or persons who commits two or more murders without a cooling off period. The lack of a cooling off period marks the difference between a spree killer and a serial killer. We've talked about this before. We've talked about so this. You got to cool off a little, yeah. basically. Just yeah, gotta, just got to cool down. Cool your jet. Chill out, man. That's right. Cool. Calm. Cool. Collect. I feel like we should be walking when down you're an alley a jet. right now. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be. I'm, I'm in love me. with a girl named Maria. <laughs> Maria. For, for years. Da, 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 America. Da, 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 America. Man, those shots must Why am I not getting the reference? I feel pretty. Oh, never oh, mind. So pretty. Never mind. I get this it. Now. West Side We're gonna story, do a whole yes. production over here. I get it now. Me and Trent's on it. Gonna, I thought he was gonna leave you hanging. I know. I was Trent like, and I. On, he's just on, like, We're gonna get sued for singing uncopyrighted. No, copyrighted. we didn't do enough. We didn't do enough seconds. It's got to be so many seconds. We cut off just yeah, in time. It's no different than Fair me play. singing. What's new, pussy cat? That's true. <laughs> I don't even think that. Was, and I was thinking she's a lady before. Well, that's because Tom Jones will take care of you. So, like, murder me? Yeah, that'd be an honor. For years, spree killers covered a gray area between serial killers and mass murderers, even though they were considered by many as a muddled and arbitrary category, especially since multiple murders, murderers, excuse me, who fitted both spree and serial slash mass typologies existed. So, you guys know what I'm trying to say here, the difference between spree, serial killer, and mass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That these are actually qualified as three different things. <clears throat> We've talked about this before. Um, spree killers being like. I pointed to you right when you yawned. Carl oh, yeah. Starkweather. Yeah. Um, Timothy McVeigh was another spree killer. Um, well, like the Columbine shooter would be like a mass murder. Yes. Richard Speck was a, was a spree killer. Um. This is because, like, most of their murders would take place in separate locations. Now, I don't know. To me, because I, I was reading an article that put Timothy McVeigh in with Serial. I would consider that more mass, because that was, like, one location at that's, one time, right? It's definitely mass, I think. That's what I thought, I too. would agree. Well, with that's a DC sniper, would that have been Spree? Killer? Spree. Spree. Well, yeah, because it was all over, right? It was all yeah, over. Yeah, he DC. went to different parts. All in one time span. Yeah. There was no cooling off. Right. And he didn't even do it. Like, I think he only killed one. That boy killed most of them. Because he shot out of the trunk. Yeah. Do you guys remember the candy spree? 
Excuse me? Spree, candy the candy. Spree. That was good. Oh, so horrible I love candy. that. So, <laughs> you didn't like Spree's? <laughs> no. I don't like that kind of candy. So, though. not only, really not only, so, anything that makes your mouth like syrupy. So, every yeah. day, every I love, day. I love Spree's. So, every day, would you go on a Spree killing of Spree's? I, maybe. Sometimes. I say every day, but I say every week. Uh, They'd kill a whole pack of sprees right now. <laughs> in our uh, in our high school, I don't know if I don't know if Southwestern did this, but do you remember the cubby hole? Of course, they had the best cookies. So like every Wednesday, they would uh, do popcorn <laughs> and cookies, and they would sell candy. We, well, we a, were we, we weren't had, the Cubs, so we, we didn't have we a had a glory hole. hole. That's right. <laughs> we had a couple Sorry. of those too. Because old glory, the rebels, you get yeah. it? Like, oh. yeah. What are you thinking about? Uh, Ian and I never got uh, to use those glory holes. Never got to use them. No, no. I don't plan on doing it anytime lately either. So they would sell like all these like snacks and delicious treats and stuff. Sprees was one of the things they sold. And I would get chewy sprees every week. I would get chewy sprees. Sometimes I'd buy two at a time. 50 cents. Mad that's man. before inflation. They don't make sprees anymore, do they? Do they not? I, I, I haven't know. seen them in a while. Maybe they do. I'm not. They're probably never, next I've to the Willy Wonka bottle cap. I don't buy candy for myself anymore. Thing. So I think it was like. <laughs> His you version of sweethearts. No. Is that what you said? You, say you don't buy yourself candy. No. Don't if lie. other people gift it to you, I don't really it's eat fine, candy. Just because you have kids and you can lie and be like, "Oh, this is for my kids." I'll eat my kids' candy. See, so, so there it is. He also <laughs> eats his kids. It's <laughs> true. They're they're that no longer go, with us. Not as not as sweet, but that well, I could take that so many ways. <laughs> makes if they make sprees still, write us, send us a message, let us know. Send us some sprees. Please. That trick oh, God, yeah. If we're going to talk about delicious candies that I don't make anymore, Lifesavers, Cream Savers, anybody? Mm. Anybody? <laughs> strawberry, strawberry, strawberry cream. Those were all the rage there for a while. They were. They were delicious. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would come back so bad. Well, you can get them on Amazon, but you got to buy them in bulk. Really? It's like I'm kind of wondering like, how it's old like they pudding are. pops. Yeah. You guys remember Pudding Pops back Those are so good. Those are so good. Speaking of mass Max. murderers. <laughs> Serial rapists. Say, <laughs> so what was in your Pudding Pop means? Did you, <laughs> did you feel a little funny after eating them? So, mass murderers, here, here's like where the definition of that comes in. By definition is a killing of four or more people at one location during one continuous period of time. That's why I said, like, the Oklahoma bombing was more mass to me. Yeah. They um, said he was a spree? That's what I, that's one that's article wrong. I read. I don't think it's I read right. one article that said mass and the other said spree, and I was like, how? And the, you I don't know, know what they're talking about. The, all these years, I thought it was just Timothy McVeigh. There was two people involved yeah. in that. I heard a really good podcast on that. Like really? he, he was yeah, in an encampment. He was in an encampment <laughs> for a while and all kinds of shit. But in an entanglement? Encampment. Oh. <laughs> Not to be confused. So this uh, reminds me of the band I li- listen to all the time, Megadeth, old school band oh, yeah. that I love. Are you angry again? I am angry again because they had a lyric in a song, and he says, if you kill somebody, you're a murderer. If you kill many, you're... Or if you kill millions, you're a conqueror. And if you kill them all, you're God. Okay. Huh. Hmm. So that's interesting... In the lyric, they put God in also, there with that. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of old Dave, don't say a God though. Like, <clears throat> could be the God of War. He just says God. Yeah. Don't in they the have song. a new album out? Coming it out? is. It's the new song's great. Is it? I haven't listened to it yet. And he just beat cancer. I knew with that. His metal, with I his metal. With his metal. With his rock. Beat its ass. That was a good debut. You can't kill the metal. Killing is his business, and business is good. Business is good. So, mass murderers usually commit murder at one location. Right? We know this. Killers who murder several members of their family also fall into a mass murder category. So, let's let's dissect that. Trent, if you went to murder your family, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about all of them. But you went around town to do it. Would you consider that a mass killing or a serial killing? Or a, or a spree killing? I'd say spree. Okay. Is it because of all the years that your family didn't buy you sprees when you were a yes. kid? <laughs> so serial killer is a little bit different. Uh, again, this is another thing we've, we've talked about. We just haven't really gone into you know, detail about. Uh, definition being um, 
somebody who commits a series of murders, often with no apparent motive, and typically following a characteristic characteristic. I've had too many shots, apparently. One is enough. Predictable behavior pattern. Alright, a serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more persons, usually in services of abnormal psychological gratification. With the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time between them. Ergo, Henry Lee Lucas. Right? Oh, Henry. Yep. yep. Oh, Henry. So no, you're there thinking. it is. See? It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Is that the guy that's related to No Leg Lucas? That's No Leg's son. Uh, that's Full Leg Lucas. I remember him. <laughs> junior, so, junior. Son of No Legs. <laughs> the reason I bring up these definitions is to help kind of categorize and put into perspective everything we've been talking about for months leading up to this. Mm-hmm. I say months. We're almost on a year, fellas. We're close. Close. We're, we're crescendoing. Know, does anybody know the exact number? It's almost our anniversary. I mean, depending on when this releases, we're probably a couple months out from our one year. Another couple, yeah, that's pretty close. We started on Halloween night, but but Carl and Carly, Carl, 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 Carl. It's what do you what do you guys think about the fact that I mean, obviously people who go on any sort of killings, especially spree killings, um, for the sake of this conversation, is absolutely horrendous, right? But we get a lot of movies out of it. So you're saying an even trade-off? I'm just saying, like, as fucked up as it sounds, like, would you, you A, rather keep the movies and get rid of the spree killings, or would you end spree killings? I'm asking you specifically. This is a weird hypothetical. I think I would end, <laughs> I I would end Spree Killings. There's so many good movies out there that, <laughs> All right, on that a don't serious, involve killing. On, on I mean, I like note. a lot of movies, but I tell you what. Yeah. You can't like give up people's lives for them. You can just write that shit. It's fine. Tell that to him, man. He's a killer. Like, I'll be honest with you. Not until I, th- I, get I think like, going back to some of this stuff, when you go to those actual places, now we've got like... We've had some killings in our area before that's kind of mythos now. Mm-hmm. We've been to the witch's castle. We talked about this, right? I've, did you go I've, to that? I've never been. We did talk about it. Okay. I've never been. So I've been, been to it. When I, I have was, not been. When I was younger. Did you go? No. So, I hate to okay, say I'd I'm like to one. go. But I I'm the only one, but I've like been. But what I'm saying out. is like that kind of uh, like when you go to those real places, like I went, I went down to texas this summer and i saw two actual places that things happened at Mm. and you hear about them and you see movies about them but then we see them it just brings it kind of the reality of it to home yeah but at that point like to your point do you feel like going to these locations where these really happen where they shoot these movies and then you go visit are you i'm not accusing i'm asking do you feel like it's kind of glorifying those murders at all the movies themselves or me going you going to like the actual site I didn't go specifically to go to them I just knew that's where they took place and I was already there you were already there so okay. I was in like for example I was in Austin Texas mm-hmm. and there's a famous uh, uh, shooting in Austin Texas that happened at the University of Texas guy went to the top of the cl- uh, clock tower mm-hmm. started picking students off picking happened off the, the kitties coming off the bus happened right? in the late 60s I think something like that they made a famous movie about it. Maybe Kurt Russell was in that movie. I can't remember. But anyway. I think we uh, need to talk about that future. It was it was interesting to go there and see that. And the tower's still there. And obviously the camp is still there. And I was telling the girls the story. And they was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. Does it give you like this ominous tone, this ominous feeling the whole time you're there? Because like, that's how it is. I me. guess. Because I was, just, I mean, I was also, the, the other thing, I was at Kent State not too long ago, which is over in Ohio. And that's where they had that famous shooting from the government. Like the, uh, I think they brought in, I don't know, like, what are they called? It's like not military, the weekend warrior guys. National Guard. National Guard. So they brought in the National Guard. We respect all of our National Guard brethren. But you are weekend warriors. <laughs> I mean, shit. Everybody calls you that. But anyway. Uh, I have a real job. I can't do that. So they, uh, they brought them in. They actually shot some of the... Uh, students on campus Jesus. 
and that's a famous case that happened during the end of the uh, civil rights movement and you know protesting of the war Vietnam War and stuff like that and that happened just literally like it's around Columbus and it's a little, not too far from there Kent Ohio so I, I was there and they have plaques for it and everything they actually show where the person had died and then I also went to uh, I was in Dallas and I saw where Kennedy was shot and where the the shooter was from and it was kind of like sombering to did see because I did I, you stand on the grassy knoll I stood on the grassy knoll do they make a sure. thing of it now they still have tours. There was tours going through while we were walking through, and I mean tons of them. There was tons of people at the tour and uh, people walking out. And they have like these X's where he got shot first. That's what I was kind of like asking. Did they have it they have, marked where each specific? Yeah, thing and happened. they have like plaques on the side of the road and everything. I mean, it, it, it's, it's just thing. creepy. And, yeah. and the book depository shows like a little. There was like a color in the window to show what window he was shooting from and. Allegedly, right? I don't know. It's, just, it's really weird. I don't know. So I guess that's kind of the point of like what I'm, why I'm bringing this shit up is because like psychologically, like in the mind of these people, these spree killers, mass killers, whatever you're thinking, like what the fuck are they thinking? How could somebody do something this this heinous, this horrendous? And at the same time, like I'm not saying like I get it because I don't. I don't see how like we all have these impulses to where you you've been driving down. You clifty drive, or even on a highway, and somebody pulls in front and cuts you off. And, Trent, I know you've waved your fist out a window or two. I'll fucking kill you, dude. Yes, <laughs> quite often. So, I mean, obviously, you're not gonna do it, right? And, like, there's this impulse of like, God, I just want that guy to oh. fucking crash. And, no, I would never do it. No, no. There's still blood on your shirt. No. Trent. What? <laughs> so, and again, point being is like mean saying that he went by and saw that there was a tour for the JFK assassination, right? So, to me, I couldn't go do something like that. I'm with you. I'm like, that's kind of a fucked up tour, right? I don't know what he's I don't know doing. if I could do the tour, but I mean... It's a real fucked up tour. Time, I, I but, actually but, stopped there to see it, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what it is with him. He didn't him, take but, the tour. He, he toured the tour. <laughs> but everybody... I don't know. I if guess... You, my, if what, you went to 9-11, you would go see the memorial and where they fell, they fell right? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying I don't get fascinated by looking into the stuff and, like, reading about it and watching documentaries and, <clears throat> excuse me, like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'll watch it on TV and I'm like, oh, that's that's really interesting. And then, like, make my own theories in my head. Like, oh, I wonder what really happened and all that shit. But then if you're like, oh, well, you know, if you're that interested, let's go on the tour. I'd be like, no, I don't want to be that close to it. It just feels weird to me. And, again, that's, like, a mental mindset that's... Yeah. I feel like that's what separates us from the killers, right? Because, like, a killer would just... See, I'm not like that, though. I feel like... You're a murderer? Is that what you're... No. I, I, I think history just shows that if we see and experience that and go actually... I wouldn't say pay homage to it, but, like, go and experience that for ourselves. Yeah. It brings it to reality like in, in my mind. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, you can I, hear so many things I about do. World War II... But until you go see Krakow or you go see like the the Holocaust Museum in New York and all the all the shoes that were actually there and stuff like to me, that's a good experience to have because it does bring you to reality as opposed to a film. True. But Trent, what how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you can go to a location like this Kennedy assassination and stand like in the spot where he was shot or? Like any location there where there was a mass shooting, do you feel like you can go there and take a tour and be be in that area and not feel like weirded out at all? No, I think that would definitely feel something. Like he just said, there's a difference between knowing about it through history or through movies and actually kind of going there and I don't want to say experiencing it, obviously, but you know what I mean, being there where they were and like there's definitely a weirdness about that. I think. But it I also creep me out. I also think there's a difference between glorification tours like. Here's where Elvis died on the toilet. Ha <laughs> ha, let's go see this. and Let's go see where somebody got their head chopped off. You know, that's a little more morbid. I'm talking yeah. like a historical tour mm -hmm. to talk about it and be somber and reverent. You know, that's the tours I saw were like that. I didn't see any like Kennedy death tour and watch his head <laughs> explode. Death and, tour. You know, I didn't see any of that crazy uh, shit. Here's where part of his brains were found. What's funny is that 
there are tours out there like that. They're morbid type well, tours. I'd hate to be the guy, the actor that has to get his brains blown every day. Like, oh god, I can't. It's the fifth tour today. <laughs> get I, out there, Steven. I mentioned before that when I was a kid, I used to go on Rotten.com and look at stuff. And one of the things you I mentioned saw that there, a few times. Yeah, <laughs> it's your origin story. <laughs> one of the things that I saw in there as a kid that really bothered me, like would like give me nightmares and stuff, is uh, Kennedy autopsy photos. I don't. Have, I don't even know how legit they were, but they were legit enough for me as a kid to where it, like fucked me up. I'm gonna guess not very, but at the same time, that's where you draw the line. He's already dead. You watch people actually die. On yeah, but his brains were like hanging out on the table and stuff. So I don't know what this says about him or his uh, <laughs> parent letting him. <laughs> be unmonitored on Rotten. I thought we were just going to be talking about Michael J. Fox tonight. I don't know what we <laughs> stumbled into. And I will say, like, as far as, like, going to locations, like, you and I have always wanted to go to, like, Waverly. Now, if there wasn't a bunch of death that happened there, would we, would we still want to go if it was just another hospital that shut no, down? No, we wouldn't. That's a good point. But have to, I, we haven't gone, though. Uh, and that's kind of one of the reasons why, because, like, I don't know how I feel. Like, there's just like this overwhelming feeling and I don't know if it's because like I want to go because like I know that so many tours have been been done there and like ghost hunter shows have been there and like it'd be cool to be like where all those people have been but at the same time it's back to my original point about death and everything so it's just kind of I don't know ominous to me to where I won't go do something like that but I'll go with some friends and hang out in like a graveyard and do ghost hunting stuff yeah you know what I mean that's is it different? Well, because like those people are obviously deceased, but they didn't die there. But I mean, it's still death in general. I also right? think there's an element of like fantasy to what you're doing there, as opposed to reality based. <laughs> he references more music that's shitty music than anybody. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you ever call that angel shitty again? Oh my gosh! Anyway. My ringtone, sir. Fantasy. <laughs> I'm not even joking. She'll always be He's not, baby. I'm sure. Nope. Call me in a minute. Anyway. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know where do we go answer. from here. What are we saying? No, I, I'm just like I just figured. What's we... this story about? <laughs> why, are you, why are you looking at me? <laughs> I thought I was gonna try something different tonight, but you guys apparently are not I'm into just, it. No, we're not into, into it. it man. It's a good discussion. I know what happened. I got too much pizza in you. <laughs> well, it wasn't pizza I got any of you mean. Sorry, you didn't Too have much pizza. Too much pizza and not enough alcohol. But we can remedy that. Just please cut that part out. <laughs> Never. <laughs> he got nothing into me. I just want to say nothing. Why's anyway. He, why is he smiling like that? <laughs> so, I don't know. I just thought we'd get into the realism of, of all of that tonight and uh, what inspires filmmakers to want to make films because these are real stories of of Charlie Starkweather that we we've already got into all of his backstory and what made him into a serial killer and then like you got Peter like Peter Peter People. Jackson yes hey, hey, yeah hey. who uh who go out and decides like hey I'm gonna make this movie and it's gonna be based on this but I'm gonna put my own little spin to it and make it about ghosts and goblins and gobbledygook and I'm making some of that up Sir, just make sure there, people are there are no attention. goblins I don't know that Grim Reaper face look a little goblin. Man. That was so, called. His name is Jake Busey. Oh, no, no, respect, no, 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 no! Before that, before that. So, Peter Jackson made about I want to say three or four movies before he got to uh, Frighteners. Splatter films. The pretty well. One of them was like a movie about aliens taking over Earth, but I can't remember the name of it. And I can't remember like how graphic it was because I never actually watched it because it looked a little too much for me. But I will say, we've talked about this movie before on here, Dead Alive. Yeah. Dead, Dead, Dead Alive is definitely like a splatterfest movie, but it's a horror comedy and it's it's gory. But it's I just think it's fun. It's a fun gory story. Who's back there? Trying I don't know. I it's a gory good spirit. Time. I, I think it's it's a fun movie. It's silly. It's bonkers. It's out there. It's cheesy, but. The other I mean, one was called Brain Dead, I think. Brain Dead, or no, Bad Taste. Bad Taste. Well, there were two. I can't remember what they were. There was one of them, obviously. Well, then like Dead Alive comes along. I don't think Dead Alive is held up well, though, in my opinion. You don't think so? I haven't watched it again. Not like this movie that we're about to talk about. 
Okay, so Frighteners, again, I feel like for a movie released in like 95, 96, I think it was 95, 96. 96. I think for a movie released in 96 and probably recorded in like 94, 95, filmed, recorded, filmed in 94, 95, I think, uh, I personally think when I went back and watched it, the CGI held up pretty well for a movie in the mid-90s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the direction that Peter Jackson went in this. I thought Michael J. Fox was amazing, as I always do. Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Anybody else so have an we're, opinion? We're, <laughs> we're officially into the movie now, then. Yeah, I was trying to do a smooth segue, but... Gotcha. That was too smooth. Smooth, Ian. Yeah. He's like, a smooth criminal. Like Peter Pan. Yeah. Well, this movie came out... Uh, what year in, or not what year but what, what 96 we just god damn it <laughs> are you reading about buttery nipples again <laughs> never mind never mind now, no, now he's thinking about buttery nipples <laughs> I gotta be honest I was thinking about another movie that I watched today that came out in 1986 what movie was that uh River's Edge <laughs> you com- you got him the years I did because one oh. was 86 and one was 96 gotcha gotcha so never mind that but anyways uh, I watched this movie today for the first time ever 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 okay. I'm surprised that I've never seen it before because at first I wasn't really sure if I was going to like it but next thing I know I was really into it yeah it's got a rocky start to it but it, yeah. it, it when it takes off I feel like the uh, CGI is really really good in this movie like for as long ago as it came out, I think it's still some of the best ghost effects I've seen. And I think it had a great cast, and uh, the comedy works really well with the horror they're trying to put into it. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah. So, I, I enjoyed this movie. And again, for like Peter Jackson's, I want to say his first American movie? Because most of them were like Probably. British slapstick horror comedy. New Zealand, sir. Yeah. Get it right. Is it New Zealand? Yes. He's a Zealander. He's a Kiwi. Remember Ian? Remember Kiwi? Kiwi? <laughs> it's a New Zealander. It's like a slang for New Zealander. But like a friendly slang, not like a, you know, not a bad thing. They call themselves Kiwi. Yes. They call themselves that. Yeah. I actually met some Kiwi. guys recently from New Zealand, and they were like, just like hanging out with the Kiwis. <laughs> and I was like, at first I didn't hear what he said. I was like, what? And he's like, Kiwis, well, that's what we call ourselves. I was like, no, 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 you're fine. I just, I didn't hear any of the sentence. I, I do enjoy a nice kiwi, the fruit. <laughs> just a nice one? He's going to look did for a kiwi shot one? next week. A kiwi shot? No, yeah. sir. So, Trent, <laughs> mm. you feel like this movie held up pretty well? Did, it get, did you get your rocks off? Did I get my rocks off? <laughs> I think it holds up pretty so well. I remember when you had that pile of rocks on your chest. Did you get those off? I thought the CGI held up mostly well. I'm trying to remember, you know, of course, this is an older movie. There were some shots that weren't very good, but... But, and again, for a overall, movie in the mid-90s. Yeah, I mean, overall, it wasn't bad. And I think I read something today about how, like, you know, obviously his company, Weta, which is very famous now, um, I think they had only been around for maybe a couple years when they did this movie, so they were still very early on in their lifespan. Weta Digital, the effects company. Nobody? Nobody? I think nope. if I would have yep. watched this yep. movie as a kid, I would be completely, like creeped out by it because the ghosts look so good and they were all creepy like I loved how the they... effects on the people of the ghosts yeah like the judge yeah. guy and he had like, oh, yeah. that jaw popping off that was really cool yeah. I thought that was really good they're talking about uh, was it the judge he was the judge. judge Yeah, I was thinking no, Doc but no, I was getting that like, confused uh, but they had like uh, effects in there that still look really good to me too like the ghosts like getting their faces chopped off or ran over by a semi or whatever mm-hmm. I just thought it all still looked really good what I think is cool about him is the same thing I think is cool about uh, Sam Raimi. His stuff is gory and exciting, but also cartoonish and funny. They don't yeah. take themselves as serious at all. As other I movies. mean, these aren't horror movies. I, like, you guys grew up watching these and you were young, so I can see where they were scary. I watched these when I was in college, so they were goofy. See, my. But they were fun. I watched this for the first time ever today. My takeaway from this movie is that... I'm just saying, like, when you watch... You mention all the time, I watched that when I was young, and it was scary to you, and I'm like, yeah. it really wasn't that scary, but, like, 
I have to look at it in a perspective. What did I think was scary in the 70s right. when I grew up? Yeah. Right? Like, we had this discussion on the Scream episode. That was a really good discussion. About yeah. Because, you, I mean, some of the stuff you thought was scary when you were young, I, I thought was funny or yeah. whatever. But I, I, I absolutely love their aesthetic, not just their filmmaking aesthetic, how they treat the characters, how they, how they get out of the characters, this black comedy. And then they also have what I would dub as like a Tom and Jerry type slapstick. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like hit a ghost in the face with a frying pan and his face smushes or, you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. it's, it's funny, goofy bullshit that I, I really respond to. It's very entertaining. And I, I disagree with him about dead alive. I think dead alive is still one of the funniest movies I've ever seen for a horror comedy. I, I didn't say it wasn't funny. I'm just saying like, I don't think the effects and stuff hold up so well. I mean, it, they're overly gory. It's almost overly cartoonish. You know, when Which, he, again, especially I think when is he what gets it, like the, the point, but um, yeah, but it was, it was a comedy. That, I see what you're saying, though. I was kind of expecting that out of this movie, knowing Peter Jackson, and because, which surprised me after watching the movie, like, this movie is rated R. And I'm watching, I'm thinking, like, why is this movie rated R? There's no real gore, there's no language. This movie had the vibe of, like, a family-friendly horror that you'd watch every Halloween, like a Hocus Pocus or like yeah. a Beetlejuice or something. Like it had that kind of, and it was a comedy. I get that, but it had that family-friendly vibe about it. So I'm like watching this, thinking like, why is this rated R? I thought it was going to be like really gory. As no. they go through a mass murder through a hospital, family-friendly. Well, yeah. Though- and you also got to remember, ratings in the '90s, especially the early to mid '90s, were much different than they are now. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the scenes of like. I thought PG thirteen at the worst. But that's no, but that's no different, right? But that's no different than the Conjuring and the Conjuring two being rated R for intense scenes. But I guess I don't know because there's no language. Those aren't. There's no blood and gore in those movies. Those aren't funny though. They're rated more for frightening though. Like it's like he said, this movie wasn't scary. It was very cartoonish. It was supposed to be horror. Like Peter Jackson didn't want it like distributed as a comedy, but it was marketed that way. He was kind of upset about that. That surprises me a little. To the be trailers were definitely very comedic because they showed like, uh, well, even like I remember like in the trailer, like <laughs> even the song that played, it was like a goofy like. I was gonna say he had like stereotypical characters in it too, like the seventies black gangster guy. Like he had yeah. like. T- I thought. <laughs> How it, does he I not want this to be a comedy? <laughs> I didn't know that about him that he didn't want this to be a comedy. I thought it was a comedy. I mean, I'd like say. I really thought it was supposed to be a horror with comedy tones, but they marketed it as a straight up comedy. Yeah, it's interesting. So with that, I would say it failed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. I don't have my glasses on though. So. My glasses. My glasses. I'm a sexy Velma. So um, I don't know what that was. My bad. Was kind of wondering. Them, so. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I thought I agree with whoever said it. All of you, maybe one of you. That uh, it it to me held up to this day. This is another one of those movies I used to watch with my Papa Bear back in the day. Oh, yeah, Papa Torrance. Let me get so, him on here one of these days. We Papa Torrance. We Papa Torrance. So, excuse me. So, this was another one of those like we owned on VHS because it was very popular back in the uh, late nineties. Picandre one. That's right. You, I don't know if I probably brought this up several times, but did you guys? Have one of those fancy rewinders where you put the rewinder there. And you, you had to hit it like five times. Make sure, down, man. We didn't all <laughs> grow up rich like you. <laughs> well, and they not only did they rewind, but they rewound at like a hundred times speed, faster than. Sorry. Faster than Darren Means could smack a mic off a table. I'm gonna move you out of that seat. <laughs> it's that old smoky. Hey, no, I tried to catch it. Too far. <laughs> Get some chapstick over there. You feel a little chapped? Would you fuck me? <laughs> yes. Do y'all know that yes. John Austin fuck is still alive? Who? There's no way that man. John is still Austin, alive. the guy that played uh, the judge. Yeah, he's 92 years old. You talking about uh, uh, from the Adams family? He's dead. John Astin? 
You sure he's still alive? That dude is dead. <laughs> That's Sean he Astin's. Had, he is deader than dead. That's Sean Astin's dad. Nope, he's 92 years old right now. That man is alive. I swear to gosh, he died. He is not dead. I could have <laughs> swore he died. How are you going to wake up dead? Hey, how are you going to wake up dead? <laughs> That's insane. He I was born be... in March 30th, 1930, and he's 92 years old right now. What's hey. his name? To John Aston. To Bill Brasky. <clears throat> There's nothing left. Well, good for him. Good for Sean. He's 92 years young. It's John, Trent. Yeah. I was Sean talking Aston's about nice. his son. Good for um, him that his dad is still alive, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting for him to kick the bucket. Would you die already, Dad? <laughs> uh, that's not funny. He's going to get all those... Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes royalties. <laughs> <laughs> you take it God. way back. Um, you talking about Harry's dad on Night Court, right? Not a single person. Yes, with their I'm head sorry. We were all not a single person. <laughs> we're all looking not at John looking. Aston's career now. now. You guys are looking at your. Yeah, a lot of Wells was grabbing another beverage, so he's pardoned. Yeah. Anybody else need I'm leverage? looking up to see if this was Peter Jackson's last movie before he did The Lord of the Rings. It is. I figured if you would have was. asked me, I probably could have told you that. But no, you had to get on your precious... Well, I'm going to guess IMDb or Google. IMDb. I figured. Yeah. All right. Peter Jackson cameo, by the way. Did you all spot it in this movie? No. He was the cab driver. Was I made he? that up. I don't, uh, I don't know. He could have been. I don't think he <laughs> wait, was driving. He wait, wasn't wait, driving wait, a cab. Hold on a second. I thought he had what the mean you don't know. You're like, Peter Jackson, cameo. I mean, was he, he the cab driver? Well, I don't know what he did, but I know a cameo. He was there. He was not driving a cab. He could have been a cab He took cab a cab for said, didn't he? Speaking he of was driving. the guy that had the Grim Reaper t-shirt on that Michael J. Fox bumped into. Speaking oh. of driving, can we all admit that Frank Bannister is the worst driver in the world? Yeah. Man did not even want to stay on the road. No, he didn't. That was not. the best part of the whole movie was when he comes over to Ray and, uh, what's her name? Susie? Ray and Lucy. Lucy. Ray and Lucy's house. When he pulverizes the fence. <laughs> she goes right through the fence again after he already broke it earlier. Well, that when he backed up and ran over the gnome. Yeah. He missed the first what's one. Up? And then he's completely smashed <laughs> the second one. <laughs> yeah, again, like I said, this is a movie I used to watch with my dad when I was younger. Uh, he liked this movie. He, uh, he he always was kind and rewound it, even though we owned it. He liked to he liked to use that that machine and rewind movies. Oh, I remember this one time. For the love of God, <laughs> will somebody pay attention to me? Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, so uh, well, go ahead. I was just gonna say I was surprised to see. Uh, Arlie, is it Ermy? Oh, yeah, mm. good call there. Yeah, I, like, I was surprised to see him in the movie. He was funny. And yeah. wasn't he pretty much like the same character from He's Full Metal Jacket? He's the same character in every movie. He doesn't play anybody different. He's great at it, though. I love Arlie. The, the only... I can't stand he him. Played, he played a cop. He is once. dead. Rest in peace. What, 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 he was, was he? in Texas... Cop or Sheriff? Uh, the Jessica yeah. Biel, Texas yeah. Chainsaw Master, Bastard of he's, a Sheriff. He was good in that. Dirty motherfucker. He wasn't even a real sheriff. You guys remember, he yeah. shot the sheriff. Maybe he didn't kill the deputy. He might have killed the deputy. <laughs> he actually. probably did. <laughs> yeah, he just he just took the badge. He wasn't a real sheriff in the movie. Um, he is typecasted, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I've never been a fan of his. I've never liked him in any. Wow. I didn't hate him in wow. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, but uh, let's just jump straight into ratings. He, he was kind of annoying in this movie, just because uh, he was like yelling just the whole time. That's what he. That's what he does in every movie. He just screams all the time. Well, I mean, he was a drill sergeant. And that's the reason they hired him to be an actor. Maybe. Okay, but but uh, so, Steve Buscemi was a firefighter, and he's not a firefighter in every movie. <laughs> jumping into burning buildings. I don't know. If Steve Buscemi was like a firefighter for a long time, though. This dude was, was literally had an entire career, like twenty year career. In well, the then he should have stuck to that and not acted. Then mm. is it acting? Then let's if he's just, a real let's just drill agree instructor? to disagree on this. But movie. if he's a real drill instructor, is that really acting? Then just because he does a good job. If he's typecast, he's type. I mean, fucking Sylvester Stallone's not a boxer, but he's played a boxer about one third of every movie he's been in. Well, that's not fair. That's in the series. <laughs> he's pretty that's much a, a series boxer, of movies. Though. Well, I mean, he's, he's taking real shots. Every time the they're like, "Hey, we need a badass drill instructor. Let's hire our Lee Hermy." All I'm What's saying is, that? earlier we said it's not really acting. If 
Did you know this Except movie? when the light comes on, I guess. <laughs> what about? What the horror it? you know trivia here was originally planned as a Tales from the Crypt movie. But Robert Zemeckis liked the script so much, he decided for it to stand on its own and not be a part of Tales of the Crypt series. Well, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I that. Like, they got more money to go off and do their own side project. I've got the trivia pulled up here. I'm just looking for interesting What's your favorite Peter here? Jackson movie? Let's just go there. Uh, I mean, Lord of the Rings are my favorite movies of all time. So, that's Which one did you like the best? It varies every Return time I the watch King. through them. It varies. It's hard to say. The Hobbit, did you say that one time? I mean, that's it's a different series, technically. But <laughs> I do like still, those movies. People hate him, on those right? movies, but they're actually, I actually really like those movies. I like yes, the, he directed those. Lord of the Rings and The Hobbits, but I actually like The Hobbit movies a little bit better, I think. You don't hear that very often. That's right, I'm Derek Hoskins. I like The Hobbit movies better. I ain't going to get mad at it. you about it. I actually think I do, too. Awesome. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> wow. Return of the King was the best movie. Is there a knocking? No, I don't hear anything. Do you hear knocking? Right now? I heard it, but I don't know. Could be something upstairs. Hey, when I look at you like this, that means you didn't hear it. <laughs> now we're going to cut all this out. Well, what's so your favorite? What's your favorite? Probably Dead Alive? Means? I think Dead Alive is my favorite. I think Return of the King is my second favorite. Uh, third favorite, I will go, and I don't even know if he directed this, but I liked the movie a lot. District 9. He Ugh. produced it. Okay. Yeah. So, it is a good it. movie. I, I like forgot that movie about too. that. I love that movie. I don't care for that one. Neil I Blomkamp directed it. Who? Neil Blomkamp, I think is how you say it. He's like a South American. He directed, um, he was going to do an alien reboot, but I don't think it ever took, like, got off the ground but he did um, Chappie Elysium yeah those weren't good I don't remember District 9 being like a standout film for me but I remember at least like not hating it when I watched it I remember not liking it a little different but I liked it I like that I liked King Kong except for the overblown like slow motion scenes at the very beginning was so drawn out it should have been like an hour less of a movie but King I, Kong very was long. I like King Kong. I right. thought that King Kong ending was great. Spawned a fun video game too from that movie. I like that game a lot. And didn't he do? He did something to make King Kong, to make Lord of the Rings or something like that. Like he piggybacked off of something. Because I, I think he, he had was, always wanted to do King Kong since yeah. he was a little boy or something. So King, Lord of the Rings kind of got him that able to clout the money to, to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. it's weird to think about the Kiwi splatter horror film director taking on The Lord of the Rings, like one of the most he got like cherished a, properties of all time as far as books and stories. It just seems kind of weird in retrospect, but like I love those movies so much. I know this movie wasn't huge in the box office, but did it at least make money? Because I know he had like a 26 or $36 million budget, something like that. But you spitting the facts over there. I love it. I don't know, though. You didn't get any box office numbers. I never do. <laughs> Not for this Michael show. J. Fox probably brought in some money, I'm sure. He always did. Just a bag of money. Dumps yeah. it on the table. Yeah. Here's my money. Take it. <laughs> so. Where's Doc Brown? Doc! My lover. Doc! So, yeah, it did good. It had a budget of $26 million and it made $29.3 million in the box office. Speaking He's an of, asshole. Speaking Sweet. of Doc, one of the other trivia things here, Michael J. Fox repeatedly blew his lines by calling the judge Doc, the name of Christopher <laughs> Lloyd's character in Back to the Future. I knew it. Hey, Doc, we Doc. Oh, Doc, judge. <laughs> that uh, scene where he's in the jail cell, and they're like, she's like trying to talk to him, and he's like shaking and stuff. And they're like, why are you shaking? I'm like, that was kind of uncomfortable considering like the shape that he's in now. Yeah. So, we're going to do another Peter Jackson movie on this podcast eventually. Lord of the Rings? No. We could. If we could find a story behind it. Uh, the Lord of the Rings. a horror movie? <laughs> By J.R.R. Tolkien. Heavenly Creatures. Oh, I guess. It's one of his first you. movies. What, about some hobbits. About you? two girls that killed. Is that one movie yeah. based on a real thing? That Lovely Bones? That's about a killer. Yeah. Did he direct that? Yeah. I, th- I think it's based on a uh, I think killer. he directed that after King Kong, possibly. We could do two movies. 
I'm down. I think I remember not liking that movie, but I'll check it out again. The Lovely Bones? Yeah. You didn't think it was lovely? It was creepy. It was not lovely. I don't like kid rapist killers at all. Mm-mm. So. What about psycho killers? <laughs> as long as they don't rape yeah. little kids, I'm good. What else you want to kick us off with a rating? <sighs> Out of 10, preferably. A what? Out of 10, preferably. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give this movie... Uh, I'll give it an 8. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. way higher than the way it sounded like it was going to go. I know, right? Well, I was thoroughly entertained by it. For the time that it came out, I think, like I said, it withstood the test of time. And wow. Agreed. Something I could see myself watching again. Thank you. I don't know I said that like I directed it. This seems really. like a really good like Halloween, like I said earlier. A good yeah. ro- like throw it in the rotation. Yeah, for Halloween. absolutely. Yeah. Darren? I would give it probably a seven to seven and a half. Okay. I think it's solid. a... It's a solid, solid movie. It's not one of my favorite Peter Jackson movies, but I liked it a lot. I bought it recently on Blu-ray mm-hmm. because I've liked it so much. Nice. It was one of them I didn't have in my collection. I'd like to have it that on was before you even mentioned it. So, what did you guys watch it on? I own it on Voodoo. Uh, I also own it on Ian's Voodoo. <laughs> you log into my Voodoo. <laughs> I watched. I it also on just watched Plus. it on my Blu-ray. I just talked about. Nice. Do what? I'm so surprised I, I didn't. On, I watched it on Paramount Plus. I was say, I'm surprised I didn't run into you on Ian's Voodoo like I usually do. No, That's, that Voodoo. was my fear too. Every time I get on to watch one of the movies for the podcast, Ian Wells has already beat me to Ole the punch. Ian Wells. <laughs> I was worried too Ole when I first got on up. to watch this Ole movie because it looked like somebody had started watching it and it said 88 minutes left. I was like, oh god, somebody hated it so much they just stopped. Oh, it. I started it last night when I went movie. to bed and I finished it today. Uh, okay. so that's me too frightened. Was. I was very frightened. Frighteners. The frighteners that got me. Trent, what do you give this movie? I'm going to give it a 7. Seven's Solid 7. Bad. Seven's not bad. I thought it was pretty good. I'll take it. 7's better than 6. 6 or six 5. Four, Hell, three. even 4. Hell, even four, Ricky. 8.5 for me. Ooh, we just had to be better than could, me. Could be nostalgia, <laughs> could be a it's your dad. Factor. Think you better dad, than me? For sure. <laughs> Family time, watching horror movies together. Yeah. If Betty White was in it, it'd probably be enough. <laughs> I think if she she automatically adds an extra at least half point to a point to anything you throw. Now it's got it. a scream queen in it. We didn't talk about her much. Uh, Frighteners. Yes. Yeah. Look at the cast. She's been in The Howling. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. Been in I don't Cujo. remember her name, but she was in, yeah, She's Howling, Cujo. In... She was Wait, the daughter. the dog? No, the daughter. The, daughter. the Howling, the daughter. Cujo. Oh, okay. <laughs> she uh, she it, was the one that was... Uh, is it D. Wallace? Patricia? Wallace. Yes. She was Johnny Bartlett's She's uh, been in some girlfriend. zombie... Patricia. Zombie films. Patricia. That was a good little twist. About her uh, being in on it. And the ashes weren't her father's. They were actually... Johnny's. Johnny's. Yeah, they wanted you to think it was her creepy old mom. But it wasn't. It was her. Did her mom remind you of uh, Mom from uh, Futurama, the mother of the robots? Oh, geez. Now that you say that mom. a little bit. <laughs> Futurama. Seymour! <laughs> is that her? No, that's Simpsons. That's Simpsons. Isn't it? Who am I thinking of from The Simpsons? It's... Oh, that's You're uh, thinking of, Seymour's uh, mother. Seymour's mother. <laughs> yes, mother. Seymour Butts. No, the one from uh, Futurama. I know, yeah, started, I know right? what you're talking about. I don't know. What are her stupid kids' names on that show? That's what I was trying to think of. You're talking about the, when they were the flying monkeys? Yes, Mother. <laughs> mother, please. I don't remember. It's neither here nor there. So. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up this episode of the Horror You Know podcast. I um, hope you guys enjoyed talking about... Another frightening episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, this <laughs> is, this, I'm the lemonjack. I don't know why I turned into fucking. I'm the leprechaun. I was like, that's not the song at all. I'm the leprechaun. I don't know what's happening. You should take us out with your best Michael J. Fox. Cut it out. No. Well. <laughs> Doc is. This your favorite Michael J. Fox movie? Question for everybody. Oh, 
that's no. gotta be Back to the Future, my friend. Yeah. Teen Wolf all the way. I was gonna say Teen Wolf as well. I'm just kidding. I don't it's back to the Teen Wolf, but it's Back to the Future for me. And I literally, you tell me to do that, but I've done two. Can I'm two? Michael J. Fox. He's an asshole. It's true. Back to the Future three. All right, yep. <laughs> Means has a mm-hmm. short in his head, apparently. Yeah. So, <laughs> had to say good pick, Ian. Uh, Thank you. This is one of those movies where I was kind of upset for myself that I waited so long to ever watch it. Hey, but that's better late about than here. never. Get you into new things. Yeah, as I said before, that's one of the things I love about this podcast. I watch a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't have watched without it. Get you into new things. Take you out old things. We're here to educate. We're here to enlighten. Yep. I don't know. We're also here to get physical, right? Yeah. Let's get physical. Physical. It's about time we're in unison tonight. (laughs) On possibly the worst reference. (laughs) All right, well, we've been the horrors you know. I'm Ian. I'm Trent. I'm Darren. And I'm Ian. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> that, that. I'm going to give it all to you, baby. Oh, my God. Why do you look at me when he's in <laughs> Let's stay spooky. What if I don't want it? What if I don't want Our it? Our getting worse. We'll stay oh, spooky. We'll stay, we'll stay weird. Weird is a given. Spooky, I don't know. I think we've lost our touch. In the dead of night, when the moon is high, and the shadows dance, the evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is thin. So now is the time to let all.